Uh, the sermon for this evening is from St. Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 10, verses 1 to 13. The sermon is entitled, Joyfully Lutheran, Second Commandment. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. Words straight from Psalm 51, as we just sung here in the Vesper service. But here in Psalm 51, David was dealing with a lot. Namely, his shame and guilt. I mean, there was nothing left to say. His sin was ever before him. No words or works could change the fact to what he had done ever since his mother conceived him, and that is sin against the Lord, but in this case especially against Bathsheba. Adultery, of course, and later, as we know, Uriah and murder. The consequence of sin was at hand. Guilt was his verdict. And here in Psalm 51, he is pleading for forgiveness. Oh Lord, open my lips. We need the Lord to open our lips. We need him to open our lips so our mouths will declare his praise. Heart to mouth. Reads in our text of Romans, the the word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, what is the result? You will be saved. Heart and mouth. Isn't it true? Our mouth is very indicative of what is in the heart. As I kind of said in the past couple of weeks, if we recorded ourselves constantly, just press record if I had this microphone on all week, Jeff, I don't, I'd be very humbled by what I would say. I think all of us would be humbled knowing what actually comes out of our mouth every single time it opens. Now, President Harrison refers to Matthew 15, 18, where it reads, what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart. And again, we are reminded how once that heart and mouth, well, it was pure in one time, where the lips were opened, praising the Lord for all that he had done for our first parents, Adam and Eve. The gift of creation, right? They had everything. The gift of his care, his love, his mercy. There he had given them in the image of God, their own creation, dominion over all things. And of course, a great reason to celebrate and praise the Lord for all that he had done for them. Yet quickly, their hearts turned. They soon fled from praising the Lord to seeking praise for themselves from the mouth of the serpent. There those words would infiltrate their hearts, this great attack of, of temptation. From, first, from the first sin, all had changed as we know. These hearts turning to depravity 
And thus, this depravity, even proceeding to their mouths, as what did they proceed to do? Blame each other, even blame God for what they had done. And thus, we are here because of their sin with our own hearts and mouths. I think it begins with the first commandment that we talked about last week, to have no other gods to Fear, love, and trust God above all things. Everything we are called to trust in God. But how quickly this first commandment, it cuts to the heart of the matter. It cuts humbly to what we are dealing with idolatry. Now, moving on to the second commandment, as it reads in the catechism, you shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not curse or swear or use satanic arts or lie or deceive by his name, but call upon it in every trouble, pray, praise, and give thanks. I love Pastor Harrison because he just kind of tells it how it is all the time. And in the book, he just says, you know, how often my lips fail, right? He says, how often my lips fail. He writes, how often in a fit of sinful delusion, words, even in the divine name, have crossed my lips in anger. I fear ridicule or being identified with Christ and easily curse and swear with Peter. I do not know this man. I am a Christian. I bear Christ's name, but drag that name through every sinful thought, word, and deed often in the full view of others. From heart to mouth to lips. I think these words resonate with us as if we want to be honest with ourselves, how we fail time and time again, not honoring God's name, the name that he gives us by his grace, that we would often use his name in vain, carelessly, not invoking his name with honor, but in carelessness we would go in our own way. But it's always about the name, isn't it? The name he gave us by his grace. But when we open our mouths, how often our lips would blabber praise about ourselves, patting our own pride, elevating ourselves with these arrogant-filled words, the cut to the sinful human heart. Indeed, how often our lips fail. The name he gave us by this grace, how often we are called to prayer. We forget to pray or we tell ourselves we do not have time. And after a while, those words that come out of our mouth in prayer might become cold and indifferent as our mouths are far away from God, where prayer becomes empty, where it becomes rote, where our praising Him, well, becomes at the end of the day praising of self. As it reads in Matthew 15, This people honors me with their lips but their heart is far from me. The mouth, the heart, how deceitful they are as they try to cover up this disbelieving heart as they pretend with these very words. 
Yes, we should fear and love God so that we do not curse, swear, use satanic arts or lie or, or deceive by his name. But what are we called to do? We are called to call on his name because we know who he is. Right? He is our God, all powerful, all knowing. He is the one who saved you from sin, death, and the power of the devil. He is your merciful Lord who says, call upon me, pray, praise, and give thanks. Because I am your true father and you are my true children. The Lord is saying, I'm right here. I'm always here. I'm always here for you. Ask, seek, and knock. Pray without ceasing. Rejoice always. Give thanks to the Lord, right? It's all about dwelling under the name. But this commandment shows us how humbly, for myself, how quickly it diagnoses the depraved heart. How our words, rather than praising the Lord in every trouble, we would rather open our mouths and spew more disbelief and more worry, more words of negativity that are far from the Lord. These words that seem to be nothing but disbelief. I think as Harrison writes, how cold my heart is at prayer, how sparse, empty, and fleeting my praise, how thankless I am, though showered with infinite blessings, temporal and eternal, yet I am joyless. Forgetting the name in which we live under. The deceit of sin and the devil is like a rage monster. Constantly attacking the heart where there proceeds words from the mouth that only indicate what is really going on within our hearts. And like David, as we know, there are no words that can come from a sinful heart. Corrupted, nothing in ourselves can rescue us. Our hearts is full of shame, muted. There is nothing we can say to save ourselves, to wash away our own guilt. There is nothing we can do with this heart of ours. But as St. Paul says in Romans 10, for the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. This is the life of faith. The faith that the Holy Spirit has given you. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on those who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Why am I joyfully Lutheran? Because it is by the grace of God, his mercy for us, that by the sending of his son, there we are victorious. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. O Lord, in other words, by your very word, you illumine, you enlighten, you point me to the name of Jesus. The name in which, O Lord, you have brought us out. The sending of the Son who paid the price, delivering us through His name, the name above all names, our Lord Jesus. The name that could only live up to what He promised. 
And there he would fulfill it by this Lord, the one who gives us shelter and every relief in the mighty refuge of his body and blood shed on the cross. the one who opens a seemingly impossible situation of this sinful flesh, the one who opens our mouths that are anchored with hearts full of shame and guilt, Jesus. Why am I joyfully Lutheran? Jesus comes to be our sin, to be our shame, to be our righteousness, to be our holiness, to cover our hearts with his grace, to rescue us from sin, death, and the power of the devil, the name above all names that washes away our sin. And that's why I love this Vesper service. I always love that opening line. Oh Lord, open my lips. Because by the grace of God, he does. By the opened grave, the resurrection, and in the resurrection of our Lord, where there, there we see the cause of praise, that our praise is full as our lips are opened, as he answers our every trouble, as he gives us not only his own very death, but also the empty tomb. In great rejoice in this faith, we laud his work for what we cannot do, for what we cannot finish, for what we cannot fulfill, Jesus does. And that is why we are joyful. The name. You are in that name. Your baptism says so. You are under his name. You are living in His kingdom. You are connected by His grace to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is the name you live under. And there you open your lips in faith and you declare your praise to the Lord. And as we continue to live our life full in this faith, full of assurance and boldness, we continue to pray to our dear Father as we are his dear children. We're never alone. God is always with us. He hears our prayers. And it is his name that rescues us from sin and every evil. Thank you, Lord, for this name that you have given to me in my baptism. Thank you, Lord, for this name that gives me the reason of true thanksgiving, that though I am a sinner, I am washed whiter than snow by the body and blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this joy as I live joyfully living according to your name. Thank you, Lord. Because by faith, O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. Amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Midweek Sermon from Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.